Greetings, and welcome to the second episode of the Thin Blue Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremiah Guile, current law enforcement officer and chaplain. This episode is going to be titled, Cleaning Up the Streets of Your Marriage. So what do I mean by cleaning up the streets of your marriage? Well, when you think about it in cop terms, when you talk about cleaning up the streets, usually it means that you're going into an area with a lot of problems and getting the bad people out and restoring public trust and building relationships with the community. So to clean up the streets, the first thing you have to do is identify who the problem people are, who's creating the issues, who's creating all the problems, and then develop a strategy to get them out of the picture. But at the same time, you're also developing a relationship with the community. You're earning their trust, you're gaining their support, which will in turn help you do a better job of getting the bad people out. Well, the same situation applies in your marriage. Because one of the biggest issues that marriages face is not so much matters from within as it is problems, issues, and challenges that come from outsiders. They're people that are not part of the marriage, meaning it's not you or your spouse, but there's some kind of an outsider who's injecting themselves in a negative way into the marriage. They may be injecting themselves directly or they may just be bringing in some kind of toxicity that's causing problems to the marriage. So how do you deal with these people? You know, How do you identify them? How do you get them out of the picture? The first thing you have to do is make sure that you got the proper marriage mindset. So if you have not listened to episode one, listen to that first. Because until you have that proper marriage mindset you're going to have a really hard time making a lot of these strategies work. See, the proper marriage mindset is that critical foundation for this overall strategy that you're going to use. So the reason why the proper marriage mindset is so important, because once you start trying to identify the people that are bringing toxicity, stress, and conflict into your marriage, you're going to have to deal with them. And often the people that are involved that are creating these issues often are people that somehow have a deep connection to either you or your spouse. You know, one example of this could be a certain family member. You know, maybe it's an in-law, an aunt, uncle, someone else that's coming in creating these issues either intentionally or unintentionally. Sometimes it could be maybe a friend that you or your spouse have had and maybe even known longer than you've known each other. So when someone has been in your life that long and there's already that kind of relationship there, it can be a difficult thing for you, if it's you know one of your friends, your family members, to kind of push this person away or even to realize that they are toxic to your marriage. It becomes even more challenging when it's your spouse because often the spouse doesn't want to hear you coming in talking about how someone that they may have a positive opinion of, again, maybe a family member, friend, or you know whatnot, that they're actually creating problems in your marriage. This is especially the case if there's been pre-existing conflict between you know, one of the spouse members 
and this outside person. You know, a good example of this would be, let's say you have a lot of conflict with your spouse's mother-in-law. Well, when you sit down and try to identify toxic people and you bring up the fact that the mother-in-law is toxic or creating issues in the marriage, well, your spouse, if they're used to already defending the mother-in-law or it's already been a sore spot between you, then once you bring it up, it's likely to start that conflict up between you and your spouse. This is the reason why the proper marriage mindset is so important. Because once you and your spouse sit down, you make that commitment to each other that the marriage has to come first, then it makes it easier for you and your spouse to work together and resolve the issues with this person on the premise that it's for the greater good of the marriage. Now, a good way to get your spouse on board is to prove to them that you are also willing to get the toxic people out of your life, which you may have brought into the marriage. So a good way to do this is when you sit down to identify the toxic people, let your spouse be the first one to identify the toxic person. And likely they're going to pick someone that may be connected to you. Maybe it's one of your family members. Maybe it's one of your friends. But use this as a chance to set the standard, to lead by example. So what do I mean by that? When they identify the person, make it clear to your spouse that you are willing to make that sacrifice and do what's necessary for the marriage. When they see that you are willing to make the change yourself, it shows that you're serious about the marriage and it will also encourage them to do the same. However, just be prepared that the person they identify could be someone that you're close to. So it may be difficult to have to deal with this toxic person because of the fact it is someone that you're close to. But also remember, the same is going to be for your spouse. So the first step is to actually sit down and think about the people that cause tension in your marriage. Sometimes it's people that are trying to help you out. Maybe they're trying to give you some kind of encouragement or they think there's a problem that they're trying to fix or whatever it may be. Maybe their intentions are good, but they're still inserting themselves into your marriage and the way they're doing it is causing problems. Maybe the person is kind of rude about it. They might be a little hateful. Maybe they just nag a lot. You know, whatever the case may be, uh, you still have to be able to identify that person as being toxic, even if their intentions are good. But in contrast to that, you also have the toxic people that are just being malicious. This could be the person that either doesn't like you or your spouse, or maybe they just don't like seeing you happy. You know, something that I've seen before on the job is when a guy was talking about, you know, something positive about his marriage or that he was looking and doing something good for his wife. The other guy is off to the side saying, oh, I wouldn't do all that. I don't know why you're doing all this for your wife. She's just going to turn around and leave you first chance you get. Well, a lot of times what you're seeing is this individual who's had a bad experience in the past has you know bitter feelings towards marriage, holds grudges against a spouse, 
and likes to bring that negativity onto others. It's their way of coping with the fact that they failed at a marriage and they just can't handle seeing other people succeed. Another example could be the in-law that just doesn't like the person. And so they want to sit there and just gripe, complain, moan, and groan all day and just create problems. Regardless of whether it's a family member or a friend, as long as they're involved and they have that ability to bring that negativity in your marriage, you're going to have a very hard time healing, progressing, and growing your marriage. A good way to think about it is the old analogy of a sinking boat where the boat has a leak and people are just trying to shovel the water out without fixing the leak. Well, what happens is you keep shoveling and shoveling the water out until you just get too tired. Then the boat fills up with water and eventually sinks. Same thing will happen with your marriage. Until you can get the toxicity out, you're just going to burn yourself out trying to fight it. So the first thing you have to do is you got to plug the leak. Therefore, you don't have all that toxicity coming in. Now, unfortunately, this often requires you to confront or even disconnect from that toxic person. And that's where a lot of times conflict between you and your spouse can occur if you don't really have that proper marriage mindset. If you do have the marriage mindset that's you know, spot on or you've made that commitment, then you'll understand the importance of placing the marriage over this outside person. However, sometimes that's a difficult thing for people to do, especially when they first get that marriage mindset and they haven't quite really gotten used to it yet. So when it comes to the point that you're identifying people associated with the spouse that are toxic, make sure to do so in a gentle manner. Remember again, this is someone they may have known for a long time or it's a family member. When you come in and talk about them being toxic, be nice about it. You know, Explain to them that this person... Um, you understand that it's a family member, friend, you know, show them that you, you're aware of their feelings and how difficult it's going to be, but then explain to them in a very simple way that this is what they're doing that's creating tension. And you need to do it, in, like I said, in a very calm way. If you've had any of that crisis intervention training stuff on the job, you know, they teach you to de-escalate stuff with suspects. Use the same thing on your spouse. Not that I'm saying it's your spouse is suspect, but the same tactics to de-escalate people on the street can also be used to help bring the tension down between you and your spouse. So once you finally identified the people, you then have to, as a team, you and your spouse working together, decide how are you going to deal with this person? Now, depending on how involved they are and the personality of that person, the exact strategy and tactics you use may vary. If the person is someone who means well, they're trying to help y'all out, uh, you may just need to talk with them a little bit and just kind of explain to them the situation, say that you appreciate their help, and just be nice about it, but let them know that... You're, you guys are going to try to work things out yourself. Now, hopefully they'll just get the hint and step away and you won't have any more issues. 
However, what sometimes happens is people that are insistent on helping others are not necessarily doing it because they want to help somebody, but it becomes a control issue where they're trying to insert themselves to fulfill their own desires for power and control so that they're inserting themselves just to have influence. If someone is like that, you may have to be a little more firm about it and you may have to take a little more serious action, including maybe just totally breaking all contact with this person, at least for a temporary basis. So you may just have to wing it a little bit. You know the people, do the best you can, but it's important that both you and your spouse do it together because whoever is most associated as far as if it's with you or your spouse, they're going to try to use that relationship with one of the spouses to try to turn them against the other spouse. And you want to make sure that you and your spouse are working on the same team and not fighting against each other. Now, that doesn't mean anybody that's helping you is going to be that person that you're going to have to fight with. That's just more of those people that are a little more... Um, have that narcissistic style personality or they just feel some kind of entitlement over you or your spouse because of some kind of you know past history. Now what you're going to find is once you finally get those toxic people out of your marriage, you're going to be surprised by how fast you're going to see improvement. If you remember in the first episode when I was talking about the proper marriage mindset, I said that it's very slow. It takes time to build. It's not going to just fix itself overnight. However, with toxic people, you might see things move a whole lot faster. Once you get the toxic people out, it may only be a few weeks and you will see a drastic improvement in your relationship. Now, not always. Sometimes there's still some tensions and things like that, but you'll be surprised what a difference it makes Once you get that leak, you know, going back to the uh, boat analogy, once you get that leak plugged, it's a whole lot easier to get the water out when you don't have new water coming in. So at that point in time, it just becomes any issues and conflicts that are directly between you and your spouse. Um, However, in a lot of marriages, a majority of the conflict and fighting and issues that go on come from outsiders. So you could easily see 50% or more, maybe 60-70% of your stress and conflict taken out of the equation just by getting the toxic people out. And once you get them out, you have to keep them out. Now that doesn't mean that you have to completely burn bridges with anybody like family members or friends that you've had to push away to preserve your marriage. You just need to do it enough to stop them from being a toxic influence. Often what you could do is just separate from them for a few months, six months, whatever it may take, then slowly bring them back into your life where, you know, that way you're still associating with the person. Um, You can still be involved with family, friends, but you set boundaries in place to where, where as they're coming back in, You only allow them in so much. You can still associate with them. You can still spend time with them. But you put up that barrier that keeps them from crossing the line so they're not bringing that toxicity into your marriage. 
Now, going back to the cleaning up the streets analogy, once you get the toxic people out, that's the equivalent of getting the problem people out of the neighborhood. Because now you've gotten the problem people out of your marriage, which is that side of the equation. Now, the other side of it is building that relationship with the community, or in the case of a marriage, building it with your spouse. Much like in a neighborhood, as you get the problem people out, you will naturally build trust with the community because they will see that you're actually doing something to make the community better. They see that by you taking care of the problem people. As the neighborhood gets safer because the problem people are gone, it's much easier to develop that relationship with your community. And once you get the ball rolling with the community and they see that you're doing something about it, if you've worked community-oriented policing before, you know that the community will then start proactively coming to you, identifying problem people, and will start helping and supporting you in fighting the crime and getting the bad people out. You will start working as a team with the community. So if it's a neighborhood where they at first may not have liked the police, if you do a good enough job of getting the problem people out, now you'll be welcomed in the community and they will embrace you a little bit more. Same applies for a marriage. When your spouse sees that you're actually doing something to make the marriage better, they see you putting in the effort. They see you making the sacrifice. That shows them proof by actions, not words, but by actions, which shows them that you are serious about your commitment to the marriage, thus building that relationship. And in turn, if your spouse, assuming of course, is on board with the proper marriage mindset, and even if they're not fully on board, you'll start seeing your spouse start teaming up with you. When they see the positive results, it's easier for them to see the value in dealing with the toxic people. So then it makes it easier for you to work as a team. So when toxic people come in later on or whatever, it's easier for you to work as a team to get that toxicity out, thus helping you get the water out of the boat, going back to the boat analogy, and allowing your relationship to flourish. Now, when it comes to rebuilding your marriage and making it stronger, getting the toxic people out is a very important part. However, there's a lot more to it than just the toxic people. However, in this podcast series, I picked this for the second episode because toxic people are often one of the biggest causes of conflict and problems in a marriage. So getting the toxic people out is one of the first things that you need to do after you get your proper marriage mindset. So I hope you and your spouse are getting something out of this podcast because that's why I'm doing this because I want to see uh, my brothers and sisters in blue have better marriages, less divorces, and to help you be better equipped to deal with all the other challenges that you're going to face in this profession. So that uh, go ahead and bring this episode to a close. I really hope that you continue listening to this podcast and check back with us about every you know week or two. I'm going to try to put out a new episode that covers a different aspect of marriage. Uh, of course, depending on shift work, it may be 
once a week. It may be every two weeks, but I'm going to get them out as soon as I can. I'd also love to get feedback uh, about how the show's going and what you think about it. So feel free to email me at thinbluemarriage at yahoo.com. So take care and be safe, and I'll see you next time. <music>